I'm digging, I'm digging the, uh, the green helmet back there. Did you purposely light that up? It's pretty sweet. The Sam DeLorean. The Sam DeLorean. Ooh. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait for uh, a couple people to get to their seats down in front. We're right. gonna hold the house. That's right. Old theater saying. <laughs> gonna let the fans trickle on in. Gonna have a delayed start. That's um, right. How was your guys' weekend, man? Let's start with a little bit of chit chat. Sure. I um uh, I went up to Reno on Saturday and helped my sister load up a U-Haul because she's moving across the country. Um, and I got <laughs> one war wound on my arm. You can kind of see it like right here. Oh, uh, other than that, uh, you know, uh, no real injuries or anything. A couple of scrapes, you know, going downstairs. You know how it goes. Uh, but yeah, uh, got to help her load up a truck. Cause she's not really capable of doing that yeah. herself, you know? So, uh, thanks um, brother. That, that was, that was a, that was a long day. I, I woke up at like 3am. We left by three 30 and, uh, we were home the same day on Saturday. So that was a long day. Sweet. Yeah. And we do, and we did celebrate some good sports news. We also had to deal with some bad sports news, but overall you had a good weekend then. I think so. Yeah. Overall. Yeah. Cool. Tyler. How was yeah, weekend, man. man. Um, Vince, you ever seen the movie like other guys? I actually have not. No, I've missed that okay. one. There's a prolific scene in there where like they go to a bar. Prolific. Ooh. Yeah. And like they basically I don't want to use cuss words here, but they basically say some words and then the party breaks out in the bar. But it's all like slow motion and whatnot. Oh yeah. So, okay, so I remember what scene you're talking about now. Okay. <laughs> so Sam and I were celebrating <laughs> Lisa's birthday thing, right? And we go to dinner, and then this was we great. Go to this bar, right? And it was like Patty Flynn's, right? Patty Flynn's bar, which I was calling Patty's Pub, right? Okay. We get in there. The bartender is super Irish. Okay. The patrons are super Irish. Like they came from a boat and just went straight to this bar. Okay. So. Julia is picking music, and I'm telling my Julia, partner. for yeah. those who don't know, that's my that's my life partner. It's my. Girl. I'm telling Julia, make sure you pick correctly. Like, don't pick anything out of pocket. We're at an Irish bar, like it's pretty Irish. So she <laughs> yeah. picks Floggin' Molly's, and okay. you know, she we, keeps it safe. Huge hit, yeah. Yeah. huge hit. Bar. The bartender like, comes over and he goes, "Is this you picking this?" And she goes, "Yeah." And he goes, "All right, Don, go ahead." Right, says <laughs> stuff like that. To her, right? Keep on picking. <laughs> terrible accent by the way but you know shout out yeah it's a smash hit right so all of a sudden these three guys walk in and they look like they came from like jersey just like beef out dudes roid ragers like just (laughs) dudes here that are gonna cause some some problems if you look at them the wrong way right right all of a sudden we're sitting down and these sweet musics that we were filling the room becomes backstreet boys Oh, snap. And I was like, okay, we'll let's see what happens. And w- what song was it, Sam? I want it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, the one that, that's the first one that everybody plays yeah. when they go back to your boys. These four guys that walked into the bar start belting the song at the <laughs> top of their lungs. And I'm sitting there going, word are they singing word. this song? Knew every lyric. Hey, hey, uh, hey. It's a catchy song. Come on. It was, dude, Come it on. absolutely then, is. Yeah. 
and then we got involved so we're at our little booth we're in the corner you know uh <laughs> singing along oh my god it was great dude i mean it just was so great the whole bar started singing this whole entire song and i just looked at julia i was like i i don't even understand what's happening right now this is great mm -hmm. i love this i'm I, i'm actually glad that julia didn't pick it like uh and, and she let one of the the, the, no, the she picked it. no, no, no. She, no, picked, she picked it. Oh, she picked it. Okay, I misunderstood yeah. no, that part. She picked of it. it, and then okay. we were like, I thought the meatheads picked it. No, That's so the... she's playing okay. flogging Molly and whatnot. Right, right. And then, yeah. So she picked like twenty songs. Okay. And that was like song number four or three, okay. uh, you know, something like that. And so she sits down. We're listening. We're getting down, getting our beers, and you know, uh, that song comes on, and then we look at her like why did you do this? And then everybody starts singing it. And it was just, you know, it was pie in our face, but it was, uh, it was amazing. You know, if that it works, <laughs> it works. Right. Yeah. It's one of those memories that I will have probably for the rest of my life. And be like, that was the most randomest yeah. experience I've ever had. Right. Sure. We all had great weekends. Sorry, Tim. I got to skip you, buddy. We got a show to do. We got to talk sports. But Tim, you had a good weekend, right? Tim's our, on our ones and twos. You had a good weekend, yes? Yeah, sir? of course I had a good weekend. Look. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Right on. Um, guys, I want to start with some Warriors. We got some good news. We kind of said this last time we met when we had a show. We said we think it's going to go two-two because the NBA wants seven. So, um, Vince, why don't you start off with uh, some stats, kind of recap the uh recap the game, and then we'll get into it. All right, game three, the Warriors down Draymond. They were down uh, uh, Gary Payton the second. They still pull out the win in an incredible defensive effort, 114-97. And then in game four, they get both of those players back, and they win a tight one, you know, booty puckered tight, 126-125. Uh, <laughs> uh, Steph Curry uh, actually called a timeout that the Warriors didn't have at the end. And... Uh, that that led to a technical and then Sacramento got the ball back at the end and uh they 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 cut the lead from four to one after the, they made a three and so then it just got real tight man and oh they survived though uh Harrison Barnes misses the last shot he missed an open look uh uh three at the end as time expired and we all breathed a heavy sigh of relief. I got my cardio in for the day because that was Sunday. It was after I was helping my sister move. I wasn't doing nothing that day. So, uh... <laughs> hey, shout out to Harrison Barnes, true MVP, clutch non Warriors player. Love it, dude. I was yelling at the TV. I was like, what are we doing? This isn't Michigan. This isn't the Fab Five. Why are we calling a timeout with no timeouts? And I remember telling my buddy, I was like, did we just call timeout? And he goes, no, it was the other team. I go, no, I'm pretty sure we just called a timeout. We don't have any timeouts. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Because uh, Warriors were up five at that point. Uh, Sacramento sinks the free throw to make it four. And then they get the ball back and then make a three to close it to one. So, yeah, that was, oh, that uh, as soon as the challenge would happen. And then I, I noticed right away, oh, there's zero timeouts. And then Steph was like lackadaisically, you know, taking the ball up the court. I was like, what are you doing? You got to, you got to advance it. There's no timeouts left. And then he called the timeout and I'm like, Oh no, 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 no. It was definitely like Chris Weber. Right. I think everybody kind of had that reaction of like, Oh no, Chris Weber all over again. Yeah. That's what I was yelling. I was like, well, this isn't Michigan. This is the NBA. You guys should know how many timeouts there are. 
Well, they pulled it out, man. They, yeah. Like, this one kind of <laughs> felt like uh, it was a heading in the final few minutes of the game. We're like, okay, we got this. All right. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are tight. Yeah. Uh, that was a scary game. Um, I want to recap my day because I had so much anxiety when I watched this game. Okay. Yeah. Uh, go for I it. I got home. You could see my background as a got some A's stuff. There's some figurine stuff. Got a TV here. So I spent a lot of time in my garage watching the games. It's slowly becoming my man cave slash studio, right? So I got the game on in here. And the game is getting really tight. It's not looking good. Um, so I ended up uh, getting out into the backyard during halftime. And I started cleaning up the yard and trying to be productive and just work through the the anxiety and then they started doing good <laughs> in the third quarter and whatnot and then so i was like oh i gotta i gotta keep the routine i'm helping the team i cleaned the whole backyard i cleaned the driveway i dusted the house i cleaned the window <laughs> so <laughs> let me let me let me interject here my mom uh whenever we watch like warriors games specifically she cannot handle the pressures and the stress of it so she immediately just starts cleaning the house cleaning dishes and she goes they're winning when i walk away and start cleaning things so I, that's very i feel what you're going through it's very right maternal that. it's very yeah. maternal. <laughs> <laughs> man it, as soon as that game was over i was in here screaming and shouting um i thought we were going to give one away and they were going to steal one and if that happened uh you know i think it's night night um going back to sacramento um but i think we got a shot you know if we're going to steal a game, you got to do it now. You got to do it in game five and then right. bring it back and put the put the series to bed in game six. Because I agree. I think Tyler was the first one to say it on here. And I think we all agreed. If they don't close it out in six, kind of nervous about seven. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be super nervous. But you know what happens in six now that we are uh, awarded an opportunity to do a game six? You now get access to unlock Game Six Clay. That's true. Yeah. It's very true. Game Six Clay is a thing. If they can win in Sacramento, the, the upcoming games, I should talk about that real quick. Wednesday at Sacramento, seven p.m. Friday at Golden State to be determined. Sunday at Sacramento, if necessary. So th there's a little bit of a break. We got a couple of days off, but then it's uh, rapid fire um, every other day for the rest of the series. Um, so if you win in Sacramento uh, game five, then you can come home and game six clay can show up and, you know, really just put a button on this series. Um, Sacramento, like uh, I, I, to this point, they played tough. Obviously they've been uh, a Demonis Sabonis has been kind of a pain in the ass, but overall I've been like pretty impressed with that. They're like what the warriors were in 2014. You know what I mean? Like, Demonis Sabonis is sort of doing the Draymond thing, being an irritant, like an agitator. Uh, DeAndre Fox is a star at this point. He's not De even... Uh, De'Aaron Fox, excuse me. Yeah, he's he's a star at this point. It's not even a star in the making. Like, he's, he's going to be an all-NBA team of some kind. I don't know what first, second, or third, but uh, he's earned that, and this is... Herder's been, great, I yeah. think. I think that's a steal, that Atlanta giving that away. I think that's an absolute steal. Um he can shoot the lights. I know he's struggling in this series, but he but can he, shoot the lights. He's a out. guy that, that could show up and, and wake up at any moment and just 
yeah right. you know have four five six threes in a game and you're like oh shit you know yeah this is this has been happened. a lot of fun to watch man uh, did you guys catch the uh the live audio between uh um brown and and and, and kerr yeah we were talking to the yeah. sidelines when he said that we changed all the plays and then coach brown was like and everyone's asking me like i should know you know because i'm part of the thing i don't know shit yeah. <laughs> yeah no it's been it's been extremely fun and entertaining uh stressful i think for both teams um i mean sacramento i think deserves all the flowers um that they deserve so far uh I, you know, you're not going to – the Warriors got – you know my favorite saying, guys, that championship DNA. <laughs> right. Championship People are going to start to think that you actually like that if you keep saying just it. Remember, like just remember, Sam, it's a make-or-miss league. I was just going there, dude. <laughs> I was, you know what really got under my skin? Um, this morning on uh, various local media outlets, they were playing some of the sound bits after the game. And they were asking Steph Curry something, and he was like, "It's a you know, it's a make or miss league." So, of course, it is. You know, just like <laughs> football's like, uh, you know, it's a score touchdown or not league. <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> right. everything comes down to scoring and making shots and scoring touchdown and mm-hmm. not the biscuit in the basket. Pins. Yeah, it's about in bowling, scoring. it's a, it's a striker miss league. <laughs> Yeah, it's a striker spare league, man. So, so how did you win the game? I scored more points than the other team. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's just like, oh god, dynamite analysis. Know. Yeah, yeah, you know, or what? Hand down, man down. Oh, I'm so glad is, we don't have Mark Jackson. Mama, oh. there goes that man. That, there goes that uh, man again. Oh, I'm so glad we don't have him for this series right now. It's Mark yeah. Jackson's like the Nickelback of. Sports commentary. <laughs> <The nickel> back. <laughs> yeah, he has his fans, but a, a lot of people just really love to hate him. I think that's fair. At this point. It's it's kind of obnoxious. Yeah. Um. Everybody knows the hits that he's going to do, uh, the best, and they're kind though, of obnoxious. Is, uh, yeah. is it Harlan with no regard for human life? <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Uh, no, it was just like a really exciting game, though. You know, the the Sacramento Kings have a great a great team. They are on the come up. If not this year, next year, the next the next yeah. few years, they're going to be a problem. Like that's they are that's a the big ex- problem. That's the exact word I was about to go for. They are going to be a problem for the Western Conference and the league at large going forward. And you know what? As a Warriors fan, it's much as that pains me that this could potentially be the sunset, you know, like as painful as this could be, I'm still extremely appreciative of the championships we've had because I remember seasons where we barely got to 20. I remember, you know, I remember going to the arena uh, for a couple of bucks and, you know, even no matter who was there, uh, it was a sellout. The fans supported them even when they were, when they were dog crap, you know, and, and weren't winning. The, the, the Bay Area has loved the Golden State Warriors. Um, and to see them be so successful, you know, I think in the moment when you reflect back on that first championship, it was like, oh, wow, like we got one. And then all these years later to say there's four and you're possibly, possibly maybe you get a fifth. Um, I mean, that's huge. It, it's, mm. I mean, absolutely historical. But I also remember those 
tough years in the Sacramento Kings. We got some friends who are Kings fans, and um, you know it's it's been miserable on them whenever we're talking sports. And uh, you know, Vince, like we we got a really good friend that we share that's been a, a diehard Kings fan. And uh, whenever we talk ball with him, you know, whenever we do get to see him and talk basketball and sports, it's hard for him. You know, it's yeah. hard for him. So, like, as a friend, I'm really happy to see my Sacramento friends, like, be so happy, uh, even though it pains me that if it were to end this way, you know, it, it does pain. But I'm on the other side, I'm also happy for him, too. You know, yeah. We, um, you know, what's my, funny to me is that I, I was, I've been reading posts online and. You know, you got your internet trolls and whatnot, but but some of them are interesting. Like they're they're talking about how they think that media is very swayed to the Warriors, and that you know ESPN pundits, everyone's very high sure. on the Warriors, and and yeah, that's definitely true. But I mean, when you've gone to like the last seven championships, you know, it's like, of course they're going to be high on you. You're the only team that it's constantly always there, you know. But the other two is that like Kings fans, like oh man, like. It seems like the Warriors get all these favorable calls. I'm like, hold on. We're on a home court advantage, okay? And Kings fans are getting upset that they think that, you know, the games are being rigged for the Warriors. And I'll, I'll, I will entertain it in this thought. The Warriors probably get some calls that maybe other teams don't in the playoffs because they've been there so often that referees know their tendencies especially the good ones that have been in the playoffs. So to say that they get favorable calls, maybe not necessarily favorite, but just a familiarity, right? Like Draymond was playing very physical all game. Probably should have had like six fouls by the third quarter, but you let them play. It's the playoffs. They know their tendencies. Yes. It's an NBA. We're trying to get ratings. We're trying to get people to watch these games. You're getting upset yelling at the TV at Draymond. It's just helping the NBA get more money into it. Let's be air. Let's let's be honest. Let's be fair with it. I think every team gets a little bit of a leeway when it's a home court that playoff as well. game. Absolutely. I mean, Sacramento, as well. Sacramento got all the all the calls in game one and two. Yeah. Um, Draymond got suspended for prior history, and Dylan Brooks skates free. Well, Dylan Brooks, Joel, and there's Joel a history in a short free. amount of time. But, but my point being is that it's funny to see all of these people get upset that they think there's biasy and this and that. And yeah, sure, maybe there is. I'm not going to say that you're wrong. But I also remember a time when a warrior, a Thunder mascot used to come to my school to give away free tickets. I remember when the radios used to advertise the opposing team players taking on your, your warriors. So it's just fun. I think it's great to see a paradigm or paradox of what was and what it is now i love it i love it the sunset may set onto us but i get to always think about how we were the dog shit team of the nba the oakland a's of the nba and the new ownership came in yeah and now look at where we're at prime example prime yeah. and don't get me started too early no, 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 don't down start. the chain don't no, start. No, that was that was my first pull <laughs> on, on the on the lawnmower you know that never starts anyways so that's just the first pull i don't you know but i don't know what pull you've been doing like i anytime i pull the lawnmower chain like right away man every my, time my blood every time take so much don't unleash don't. bad sam don't, don't unleash him do. not yet not yet we're saving it's the sam delorean it was coming it was the first pancake it's not always the best wait till we get to the that's second that's fair okay I'll, I'll allow that analogy Vince. sometimes that pan's a little too hot 
Vince, yeah. let me get you. <laughs> That's making me hungry. Let me get you in. What I want uh, in this conversation. What your your king's thoughts? Um. Uh, obviously, I'm. Uh, it's it, like like I said, they're kind of mirroring what the Warriors were before, and I mean, the NBA is always looking for the next new hotness, and we thought maybe last year Memphis could have been that, but. Between Dylan Brooks and John Morant, like, you know, getting a little bit out of pocket, maybe now it's going to be the Kings kind of being the next new hotness that the NBA is going to try to, um, you know, push up a little bit and, you know, market to everybody else as like a, a small market team that is doing it big, man. And we'll see how that goes. Uh, my brother actually lives in Sacramento, and so he gets to watch a lot of Kings games. His wife actually uh, is, is a Kings fan. So uh, we've been having a lot of fun conversations about that as well. Oh, so. dang. I didn't know that. Yeah. You know what's Ooh, funny uh, about that is that I'm actually a king. <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. Uh, All right. I'm going to slink into the background now. You go back into the studio, uh, Tim. Just, just one note. More jokes. <laughs> one last note for game five. De'Aaron Fox is doubtful at this point. He's got a. Uh, on his shooting he's hand, it's either broken or dislocated finger. I think he's probably going to play, but I don't know how. Yeah, it, it's it's on the shooting hand, so he's going to be yeah. hamstrung a bit. I'm saying oh, yeah. if he's that dude and you want to relive the Kobe Bryant moment, he playing. Oh, he no, playing. he'll I, – I think he's going to give it as much of a go as he possibly can. We'll see what happens and how well that works. Um Talking about something that works and maybe doesn't work is the uh, the Giants have not really been doing all that well. They're uh, three and four in the last uh, seven games last week. They went one and two against Miami. They dropped the first two games of the series and then won the final. Then they play. They come home. They play the Mets. They drop the first two games of that series, but then win the last two. Next up, they got the Cardinals, and then they're at San Diego. So they're hitting both Sam and Tyler's teams next. Uh, they're currently 8-13. and 13. They're fourth in the NOS. We thought that they would be a 500 ball club. They're five games under right now, and they're coming up against a couple of tough teams. I uh, do admit, though, that, that that Giants roster, letting go of Rond uh, Carlos Rondon to the Yankees, I think that hurts a lot more than, than maybe they realized. Like, I know they were trying to get uh, – Aaron Judge and whatnot, but I think rea reality they probably should have loaded up more in their pitchers. Disca Fellini is is it's been pretty good. Um, Webb has been kind of subpar. I know he got that big deal, that ninety million dollar contract, but he really hasn't shown up yet. It's still early in the season. He's you know got at least another yeah. seventeen you know to twenty two starts. I expect so. they'll probably have a five game win streak at some point this year. Um, yeah. I can't say that for the A's, but um, they'll probably. And like I said, they'll they'll get back to 500. I would imagine they're they're a mediocre team, and sometimes you know teams get a little bit hot. They'll get a little cold. They started off a little cold to start the year, I guess. So yeah, they uh, they'll, we, they'll they, they can't up. all be the Rays, you know that team that we picked. Yeah, the team that we <laughs> ignored. God damn, we suck. They're like <laughs> they're like 13 and 0 at home. Own the, yeah, the MLB record for Still that. Early. They Still were like 13 and 0 to start a season. Own the MLB record in that. Still early. I think the well, Giants anyways. are just going to be a you know a ho hum team. They're gonna win some games. They're gonna lose a bunch of games. Like they're just gonna be a streaky team. And um, you know I think that's kind of the Giants' future with uh, 
Farhan Zaidi and uh, uh, De uh, Gabe Kapler. You know, it's just they're 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 gonna manage this thing out of the laptop, out of the spreadsheet, and um, I don't think that's gonna win you too many ball games. I think the year that they, you know, what won a hundred and what games, a hundred and four, hundred and five, or something like that. It was it was uh, one oh six, I thought. One oh six. Yeah, um, maybe one oh eight, uh, something like that. Anyway. You know, they were a, a really good team and I think everything really had to go right uh for them to be successful. So I think that season is the outlier, you know, and this season and the other seasons are kinda that's kinda what you're getting. And you know, we, we as Ace fans, we know who Farhan Zaidi is. Uh, he really, you know, he started with the A's and really made a big name for himself when he went to the Dodgers. Um, but he wasn't the only guy with the Dodgers. You know, it's not like he brought all of those scouts over and, you know, things like that. It has to really sync up well. And for whatever reason, right or wrong, good or bad, it just seems like, um, you know, they held on to Bruce Bochy, you know, an extra year. They held on to all these aging stars for a few years. And that's kind of like the downside of winning all these championships. And you could say the Giants did the right thing by showing loyalty in, in keeping a lot of these players and manager. Um, but, but look at Bruce Bochy now. Yeah, mean, the Rangers back. are hot. They're, They're like one back. of the best teams. Yeah, I mean, the Grom's and I'm horse. glad, and you know, I'm really glad um, that the Rangers are doing good with a manager like Bruce Bochy, because I think it just shows that, you know, the guys who don't, you know, Bruce Bochy, you think he's managing out of a laptop? No, he's always you know, yeah, said he's, he's a gut coach. He goes with exactly, a gut feeling. You know, exactly. I mean, these World Series that he won with the, uh, you know, with the Giants, how he managed his pitching staff, all three championships. You know, um, of course, they had big hits along the way, but managing that pitching staff um, for those runs, you know, he's a, he's a Hall of Famer. And well, to be fair, though, that that those World Series <clears throat> and any Giants fan can come to my road if they think I'm wrong here. But those are the most pressure packed World Series. I mean, you know, playoff runs in general, the, those Giants were not scoring runs. If they scored seven runs in a game, it was amazing. I mean, they were winning one-run games, which is usually how most teams end up winning the World Series anyways. And to mention, you know, the D-backs just let go of Bumgarner, who, you know, pitched, what, a full nine innings in the World Series and then came back and pitched game seven or whatever the heck it was. Yeah, he, he did another four, four other innings. Five innings, yeah. He yeah, did the, five the innings Bumgarner series. That game. Yeah. The Bumgarner year. Uh, and, where, yeah. 2014, you know, Bumgarner, yeah. I mean, their pitching was top-notch. Top-notch. Yeah. From top to bottom. And that being so, said, none of those teams were even favorites going in. Like they, no. they really busted their ass to get the job done. Yeah. So I, I think it just shows that a manager who goes off a of feel, um, who knows his staff, is in tune with the whole the entire operation, uh, he's gonna be able to, you know, pull the strings. And I think we saw that a little bit with Bob Melvin. Um, but as we know, the, the A's are, are dedicated to the spreadsheet. So I think even Bob Melvin, even with some of the freedoms he had, I think as A's fans, we all saw that the sometimes the spreadsheet, you know, got in the way of uh, Bob Melvin's full potential. And as as loaded as the San Diego Padres are, I think we're, st we're seeing a little bit of handcuffing as well, where Bob Melvin is kind of, you know, he's with a team 
that has a lot more money and a lot more resources, and they're doing pretty good, right? We, we still think they're going to win a lot of games over the course of the season, but he's still kind of handcuffed. He's not fully managing by the by his gut at all times and all situations. Like he even he is restricted to the spreadsheet sometimes. You know, like I would like to see more coaches kind of revert back to old school baseball with the with the new rules that are bringing some excitement, bringing the pace of play up. You know, I would like to see the managing game return too. Yeah. Um I think that's also exciting in baseball. Um is seeing the managers go head to head and, and maneuver outmaneuver one another. You know, that's a lot of fun too. Uh, baseball has all these games within games. So, um, well, don't worry. You're not going to see the, the Oakland Giants? A's do it though. What's that? You're not going to see the Oakland A's, uh, out manage anyone else. I just no. want to see the Oakland A's not give up, uh, double digit runs in one series. That'd be nice. I'm pretty sure every series they've given up more than 10 runs in a game in the series. Yeah, I mean they're not. They're, I mean their their run differential is historically bad. I mean it is. Yeah, it is awful. I, we actually. But I'm not going to come it, down Mark Kotze's road. I mean, what do we expect like, from Mark Kotze? He can only do yeah. so much. I mean, no matter what string he pulls, like there's going to be guys who, you know, they're they're just they're not ready for the big leagues, or there's there's a something, you know, this team, and it's not to knock these guys. Um, it's a very young team. You know, there's a lot of guys trying to figure out how they're going to fit in in baseball, and we're rooting for them to be successful because if they become successful, hopefully this season, maybe we start to see some wins. And we're, we want to see some wins, even if they're not a very good team right now. You know, we want to see the the young guys who are, you know, maybe they come back next year, future seasons, guys you can build around. It takes time to build to build a really good roster. Um, so I'm just hoping that some of those highlights start to shine through and it's really hard for, for me to judge Kotze when, you know, I mean, he, he was in on Twitter was trending a little bit a couple weeks ago when he, when he said, it just feels like it's not really a competitive, uh, competitive team right now. And I just think they don't really know, like they're not, they don't really know how right now, you know, as a, as a team, it, I think they're just all trying to figure out who they are in the league, what type of hitter they are in the league. Like there's no core players right now. I guess you can make a case for Ramon Laureano, but the moment Ramon he strings and, together and... a solid month, like if yeah. he puts together a solid two, three weeks, he gone. Like well, him and him and Tony Kemp, I think are gone. Yeah. They're, I the, mean... they're the only pieces that are worth trading that have any value at the moment. And that's based on history. That's not even well, based on what's happening this year. Give give us yeah. a score so quick because I, I want to get okay. more into yeah. this. So, so uh, last week, here. last week the A's went zero three versus the Cubs, uh, including a ten one loss, a four zero loss, and a twelve two loss. And then they go to Texas. They go one and two. They get the win five four, and then lose eighteen to three and five to two. Next up, they're at the L A Angels, and then they come home and play the Cincinnati Reds. They're four wins against fifteen losses, which is dead last in the AL West. And I'm not even going to bother with like where they're standing in the AL at large at this point. They're already yeah. at the bottom. And we'll just, if that changes, I'll let you know. But I mean, their run differential it. is minus 103. Yeah. We're, what, 22 games, 23 games, 24 uh, games? Tw- 22, 22 games in. 22 games. I don't know about you, but I'm not feeling this 22. 
I mean, that's crazy. Like, like I said, the, I think every series they've given up double digit runs 10, 1, 12, 2, and in Texas, 18, 3. That's crazy. Like, I know Kotze has his hands tied as to what he could deal with, but man, I don't know how. Oh, fuck it, I'm going to pull the band aid off. I don't know how Manfred could sit here and say that it's not the owner's fault. I mean, these kids are like double A ball players. They're not even triple A ball players. Their defense is terrible. I'm pretty sure we lead the league in errors. We do have, we definitely lead the league in run differentials as far as being a negative stat. Um, I'm willing to bet that we probably lead the league in errors. This team is not ready to to take on a major league roster, uh, let alone be on a major league roster. So, and there's no knock on them. They're just shitty owner and put them in a shitty situation just to look shittier. So. I don't know. I said my two piece. I'll let you guys yeah. rip the band um, off. You go ahead and let the blood flow. Uh, Daryl is actually in the chat. Yes, we are live and uh, we're about 20 seconds delayed based on YouTube versus what we're actually saying, but we're as close to live as live gets. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're here. Uh, we're talking and we're, we're ready to roll for anybody out there. What's up, Daryl. What's up? Hey, Daryl. Thank you for sending those facts over. I appreciate you, man. Yeah. It's time we rip the Band-Aid off. There's a lot to get into, and uh, we're going to continue to cover this. Before I lose my mind and lose all... Uh, Sense of know, time and decorum. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got to shout out some folks. Uh, so let me scroll down here to my, my little cheat sheet. Uh, there's been some folks on um, on Twitter that I've been interacting with. And I want to shout them out. Um, we all know about uh, Casey Pratt, uh, Birdie Brazil, uh, who have been covering the A's and, um, you know, uh, the, the stadium deal and all of that. And big time shout out for, you know, mainstream media, uh, Damon Amandalara. If you're an A's fan, he's kind of been one of the national voices we've been able to get behind because he's actually doing the work to research what's going on here in Oakland. And he is infinitely better than me at articulating what's really going on. And because, you know, he he's a real journalist and a real broadcaster. I'm a dude in a garage with a podcast talking about the teams that I care about and that I'm interested in with my friends and trying to be a part of my local community, you know, and every video he talks about the A's he's on, um, it's just hitting the nail on the head. So shout out to him, but I also want to shout out some A's fans on Twitter. Um, they've been organizing some events and I really want to get that, get that said even more. If somehow people don't know about it, uh, please check out, um, you know, the hashtag Oakland forever. Uh, you could check out rooted in Oakland.org. Um, April 28th is a big game. The A's are returning back to the Coliseum and it's going to be a protest game uh, at the BART footbridge. We would like all A's fans uh, to meet there at 5 PM Coliseum footbridge. And they're going to walk over to the stadium. And the purpose of that, is to demand the sale of the athletics to an owner that wants to keep them in Oakland. So right now, John Fisher, Dave Cavill, 
um, are trending on Twitter, and we need to keep that energy going. And we also need to add Rob Manfred to that because this is a commissioner that really doesn't like baseball. He's not really interested in baseball. He's seen, we have seen his quotes repeated. He has, he's said dumb things year after year after year. To these guys, it's not just the owners of, uh, it's not just John Fishers of the world. It's also the Rob Manfreds is that they're selling us a product that we love. They don't love this game and they don't love the product that it gives. To them, it's a personal ATM. If this was any other franchise, and it was, this was literally the Los Angeles Dodgers just a few years ago with Frank McCourt. If you don't know anything about Frank McCourt or the situation, do yourself a solid and research it. Google it. Look it up. Baseball has intervened and stepped in and made teams, made owners sell the team to an owner that's going to keep them in their home market. There's also another protest on June 13th that's a reverse boycott. Um, what we would like to do as A's fans is pack the house. And I understand where some people would say, well, isn't that the complete opposite of what you guys are trying to do um, or what a boycott is? John Fisher's just going to get more money from you. Yes, that's true. Unfortunately, that's a necessary evil, uh, a necessary tactic that we must take as fans. But what we're going to try to show the world is that we're ready to support this team. We're ready to buy memorabilia. We're ready to buy beer and food and support these players. And we're also, what, what I would personally like to do is I want these current players to feel the roar of the crowd and to feel the passion that Oakland has to offer uh, from its fans. Um, I want them to feel a playoff atmosphere uh, one time in Oakland, even on a meaningless Tuesday afternoon game. Uh, I just really want them to feel that that passion, that love that we have for them and the support that we give. Um, and it's just, we're, we're not going to take this line down. Um, there is precedent. This happened to the Sacramento Kings. Shout out them. Where their broadcasters were on air crying, and uh, they thought this team was gone. And the NBA did the right thing and stepped in and assisted the city of Sacramento in keeping the Kings. And we know about this with other teams um we've seen teams that left their home market the chargers the oklahoma city thunder and we see with those with those markets uh after the fact we see seattle and san diego without those teams um and it's just absolutely heartbreaking the void that it leaves in the souls of its fans um oakland has been here for 50 plus years um it's generational and we would like to continue that generational love with future uh, friends, family um, going forward. So I'll leave it there, guys. I know you want to get I, in, I, uh, and I know there's a lot of F-bombs on the way, so I want to. I want to let's go. go. I'm probably going to go. Well, I'm going to go. I just need to buy my ticket for June 13th, and I think we're probably going to all do it together. Yeah, uh, dress in black. That's what I'm going to do. I'm treating it as a funeral. Well, you can. Yeah, I, I have no that's, problem that, with you that's my, That's but, how I'm going, yeah, Sam Respect. and Vince, would you guys be curious about doing a live show there? If we can, right? Get there a little early. Just do a quick little live show. And I kind of want to propose, if we can, see if we can pass out just little pieces of paper that have a chant. And the chant that I've always wanted to do because of Sam, whenever Tony Kemp 
goes <laughs> up to bat. Now, obviously, we want to be PC and not. There's children involved. The chant being, he's there, he's there. He's here, he's there. <laughs> he's every freaking where, Tony Kemp. And we just shouted out, can you imagine a 30,000-seat ballpark just all shouting out at once as Tony's going up to bat? <laughs> and Tony gets to feel that energy and that vibe of fans doing something like that. Now we've, we personally have met Tony Kemp and he's told us that people in his friend life have show. said that to him. <laughs> yeah. Friend of the pod, friend of the pod. Yeah. Yeah. Friend of the pod. He's, he said personally that, that people pals. have said that to him and he laughs, you know, he thought it was annoying at first, but now he's like, it's funny. It's hilarious. I love it. He so, says his wife to- sings it to him. Tony's on board. So I think it'd be fun to pass out a little piece of paper that says he's there. He's there. He's there. He's here. He's there. He's here. He's there. He's every freaking where Tony Kemp. And I think that would be fun. Let's do it. Pass out. Let's do it. All right. Sounds great. I mean, it's not the first time the A's have uh, utilized a soccer chant for a player. I'm looking at you, Stephen Vote. Exactly. (laughs) We can't ask a player to change their music, so you're not going to get a foul. I caught a foul ball from him when I went to Seattle, and uh, that was the first and only foul ball I ever got in my life. So shout out Stephen Vote. Thank you, sir. Yeah, um, I, I do want to read the uh, quote that Rob Manfred fed to the press. Oh, um, here we go, Vince. <laughs> I feel sorry for the fans in Oakland. I really do. But for the city of Oakland to point fingers at John Fisher, it's not fair. We have shown an unbelievable commitment to the fans in Oakland by exhausting every possible opportunity to try and get something done in Oakland. Unfortunately, the government doesn't seem to have the will to get it done. We here at the SVT podcast are calling the bullest of shits. Um, I wanted to give him a pseudo Cartman like voice because he's a villain and Cartman is a villain in South Park. If the voice I got from that, it's the same actor, right? That does Cartman. Yeah. But it's the the weird scientist guy that wears the. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that voice was. I I, I couldn't find the Cartman initially. I started to find him a little bit toward the end there. um, (laughs) I thought it was pretty good, man. It's all right. It's the first. It's the first show. We're doing the same show. I haven't done a Cartman impression in like 10 years because I haven't bothered to try, if I'm being entirely honest. But uh, I'll work on it and I'll do more Cartman. voice. The official voice of Rob Manfred is going to be Cartman. I will work on it. Moving forward, better as we go. Vince Gabrielson performing Rob Manfred as Cartman. (laughs) He's a dude playing a dude playing another dude. Vince Vince is one man monologue. Come watch him in your local theaters. That's right. Okay, so um, uh, fuck you very much, Rob Manfred. Yeah, I mean, it I just think, makes no sense. Well said. I mean, he it just makes it. no sense, right? I just, I, to me, what blows my mind is that this team has gone to countless playoffs, been super competitive, Moneyball system worked. But when you gut the team, get rid of the players, get rid of the coach, alienate the fan base, yeah, you're going to get a crappy, shitty product for the last two years. That's exactly what they've been doing. I don't know. Obviously, Ram- Rob Manfred, Rob whatever fuck him i apparently he works <laughs> for the rob owners. fuck face yeah that's yep. all he works for he works for the owners he doesn't work for anyone else so i am curious though because there's two things that come to this whole vegas situation right they've got to get the 500 million dollars in public trans uh public uh taxpayers money right they have to get owners to agree onto it right and i see we've got a note here that says 23 out of 30 owners must agree to approve the relocation that is correct yeah it's already like 
I've already seen a forum of people trying to don't bring, don't pay a billionaire and they're getting, trying to get Vegas citizens or Clark County citizens to sign this petition. The schools, okay. The Vegas schools or the Clark County schools are the worst schools in America. In America, they had no money yet. They're willing to just give money to a billionaire to build a park. Does that seem asinine? Well, then, I mean, what, that's what's ridiculous. crazy is, what's crazy is, you know, Las Vegas, they're giving the money because they're going to, they're going to, they're going to try to pass a tax. There's all kinds of taxes been passed, not just the Raiders, but uh, I saw today, somebody uh, shared an uh, article about uh, Formula One and there's all kinds of other stuff that they pass taxes um, to get arenas built and they just keep adding to these hotel taxes. And there's only so much they're going to be able to take where the citizens are like, we got all this debt and our schools aren't that good. Our healthcare system's not that good. And there's going to come a point where enough's enough. Um, and the other point of it is, you know, baseball, this is a corporation. This is basically saying this is Apple or Google or whoever saying, you know, um, San Francisco, if you really want us to stay, you're going to have to build us, um, build us a skyscraper. You know, you're going to have to, cause, uh, you know, this other city they're offering us a skyscraper. So you're going to have to, you're going to have to cough that up and that's completely wrong. That's not how business works. You know, cities, you know, the reason why the County fairgrounds and, you know, things of that nature were built was because of, uh, recreational purposes. You know, because we needed to get back into recreation and there was grants and things of that nature designed by the federal government to do such things. We don't really see that as much right now. And people who are making the argument, you know, we kind of encountered this the other day, uh, Tyler, where there's this misconception that the city of Oakland has all of this money to give. And we were trying to explain that a lot this money is coming from federal grant money because there's so much infrastructure that needs to change the shoreline the bay shoreline needs to change so there's some um you know shoreline upkeep you know uh for erosion uh that the federal government is assisting with there's some railroads and you know train stuff that needs to happen some barricades that's also being done through federal and state grants so there's things of that nature that that the the federal and state government gives to cities and counties that have these large infrastructure projects it doesn't necessarily go to the ballpark it goes to everything around the ballpark because if you build a neighborhood it's not the builder's requirement to put a street there it's the city's job to put the street there um you know well, and one thing to note on that too is that that the a's did raise what 385 million something like that 375 i think 375? But yeah. okay one thing i just i just want to note there is that say the A's walk away and they do get their deal in Vegas, the city of Oakland gets to keep that 375 for infrastructure for the city of Oakland. So yeah, it may suck that we lose a stadium, but it's a win that Oakland was able to get grant money and be able to try and fix what they've got going on. So there's a positive note that comes with them trying to get this money and acquire this money. Yeah. There, you know, the city of Oakland is going to move on. Um, the real estate here. Uh, the tech that's here, uh, people can say all they want about San Francisco and Oakland and California law and things of that nature. 
and you know there are some problems you know there's definitely problems um that are outside of sports and on politics all right uh but this is still a destination that people want to be in and live in because of the weather because of the environment because of culture because of all these things and unfortunately there's some ugly truth to our state in our our local uh area but the silver lining that i see is we can easily talk about san francisco which is not that far away we could talk about what the golden state warriors did at chase center we could talk about what the the sacramento kings did uh with their new arena uh san diego their new ballpark um the new uh chargers and uh ram stadium those these stadiums have changed districts and have brought massive amount of money um in taxes and spending you know so the city of oakland has an opportunity to use some of the profits that could come from a lot of this infrastructure and the a's you know being here and being committed here um you know that's a lot of that's a lot of jobs that's construction jobs that's city jobs to keep roads paved that's uh you know there's there are uh community benefits there's like this arena where where high schools and whatnot can use um you know the 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 amount of visitors you'll get and have places to go like restaurants and jack london square and you know all of the benefits that you get with a new ballpark just look across the bay yeah. it has changed san francisco for the better um well china basin was also not a place that you wanted to be at it was not and a now good place china, to be. china basin is the place where you want to be at you know you know now it's now Before it's and like after happening games. it's happening and we want to be there you know fans want to be there yep. um it, it's a great it's a great environment and the city of oakland deserves that environment the city of oakland deserves places to go like there's not really unfortunately it's the only game in town now that all the teams have left it'd be great to have something to do you know something something to hold on to yeah well any any last thoughts for you vince on this no i think we've i got many thoughts we uh, move on when i say there's many thoughts that can be shared we shared a lot of them uh on our emergency pod um i'm still pissed i got all my clothes i got all my clothes my a's clothes are in a box right now like i'm not going to put any of it on um for the foreseeable future i think the only way i'm ever back on the uh as an a's fan i think i'm done emotionally the only way i'm ever going to be back is if the a's do end up staying in oakland and john fisher is gone if one or the other happens like if if they move to vegas but john fisher is gone i'm still out if so it's the so a's it's, stay in oakland and john fisher is still part of the team i'm still out i need both of those things to happen otherwise so warriors in sharks gear from here on out and niners Oh yeah, I forgot about them. Sorry. <laughs> I got plenty. Of, I got plenty of Niners shit too, man. I'm good. You know the so other big okay? sport out there. Yeah, I got some earthquake stuff. Fuck it, man. I'll be fine. Wait. But no, no, no. Uh, I mean, because they 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 built their stadium. I still hate John Fisher. Uh, but I'm I do have a couple of earthquakes things already. Um, those aren't getting bugs. Um, no, because they they they're staying. I'm still pissed at him, but um. Uh, it's a little different because the earthquakes aren't going anywhere. Um, the, the, this Vegas move was the, um, the the apex of my, I'm done with it. So okay. that's fair. Um, do you have a Justin Braun jersey? I do not, um, and it's a little too late to get one now at this point. Hmm. Sorry, okay. what were you uh, saying, before, Tim? Before we move on, real quick, 
Um, this is Daryl had a good point in the in the comments here about um, uh, collusion with baseball and the A's, and that's absolutely true because there are bylaws in all major sports that teams should not be tanking, and we see way too many baseball teams uh, tank. Um, it, it's not just the A's. Um, it's many teams. I mean, look at the Houston Astros. They're good now, but, I mean, there was a solid half decade where they just did not try. They were the Lastros before they were the Trashros. Right, and that to me is just unacceptable where they, they purposely just burn everything down to the studs, start over, because even when you're a loser team, you're profitable. And that's what the A's proved last year, being the fifth most profitable franchise. They fourth. They were top five for sure. Fourth in all of baseball. That's an absolute well, lie that these teams are operating in the red. Uh, they're they're literally milk vulture capitalizing on this thing. You know, throw some money the team's way. It's not his priority. Um, so he's just milking this franchise dry. That's that's absolutely against the contract that you sign when you're a baseball owner. And if you are a baseball owner and paying free agents and investing in your minor league system is too rich for your blood. Well, guess what? You shouldn't own a ball team. Yeah. If it's too well, that's the thing. When you're an, team. when you're an owner, you're an investor. You're an investor along with other owners of the major league. If you're not investing and you're taking other owners money in the revenue sharing, Pretty sure. That was one thing I want to say, too, is that I wonder how many owners are actually going to vote for the A's for two things. They don't want the A's to be competitive, right? We said this last week. You don't week. want the, the Yankees. But, but, but are the are owners attuned and upset that John Fisher keeps taking their money year after year? That Are they willing to vote him out? I'm curious. Be, okay. Yeah, we, we we got to move on. Um, we we've we've hammered this a lot, and I think we're gonna keep hammering it every episode, uh, for the foreseeable future at this point. But we should. Uh, there's still a lot of stuff we have to talk to, including a game we got coming at the end that I think you all are gonna want to stick around for. So, um, mm, I think we need fair. to switch gears. Uh, so, uh, so that being said, we're gonna just one quick note on the sharks and. We started talking about it. Justin Braun, former Sharks defenseman, is retiring. He spent nine years in San Jose. He is second only to Mark Edward Vlasic in block Pickles. shots uh, during the uh, uh, from the nine years that he was here. Uh, he has the most goal. He had the most goals by a defenseman in the 2016 Stanley Cup Finals, including the game tying goal in Game Two, which is the biggest win in San Jose Sharks history at this point. Don Skoy had the game winner in overtime. Justin Braun got it to overtime. He's mean, fifth all mean, time. You mean when the Sharks got a gentleman sweep? Uh, no, no, they they, they went six. They, they, oh, they did right. win did another game after, but that's right. I mean, the first win in a Stanley Cup final. That's that's what I consider the biggest win of all time in the Sharks uh, franchise history. Fair enough. Uh, at Fair this enough. point, uh, yeah, uh, the only way to top that would be to get the final win uh, at this point. So. That being said, uh, he's also fifth all-time in games played by a defenseman for the Sharks. Um, and he was a very solid defenseman for a very long time, and we will miss him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, enjoy your retirement, sir. It's been a lot of fun watching, and uh, just have the best day. <laughs> have the best day. Awesome. Have the best day. And That's how we're going to wrap that up. 
Um, there's my hockey note. Any other hockey stuff you guys need to talk about before we move on? It's playoffs, no, and I should probably draft. be more in tune with what's going on right now. Uh, yeah. To be honest with you, the A's have taken a lot of that. So, um, right, yeah. I I will I will pick up some 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 playoffs. It's it's happening right now. So mm-hmm. shame on me for not having uh, more notes yeah. on that. Same. Yeah. We'll um we'll try to uh, get more uh, NHL playoff talk as the uh, playoffs go on. So uh, yeah. there's a lot of exciting stuff happening. We've just been distracted with warriors and a's daryl's uh lighting up our chat too real quick i, I just want to say um he was an earthquake fan back in 75 that's awesome um you know that's when the team was founded so uh way back then uh it's it, you know then mls it's kind of like a cleveland know, Browns thing, away, right but, like yeah they, the earthquakes well, left and then this is a new earthquakes or something well, yeah i mean this is the third iteration of the earthquakes because the earthquakes started with like uh the north american soccer league in the 70s that league folded and then when mls came into existence in 96 they were the san jose clash for a couple of years then I became the that. earthquakes uh, and then that team ended up moving to Houston and became the Dynamo. And then like two years later, they came back as a new expansion team again. So this is the third iteration of the. So that team that left to Houston, do they get to keep all the championships? No, 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 no. The earthquakes still have those um, all the history. They still have the two stars on their uh, on their jersey oh, for cool. uh, the championships they won in uh, 2001 and 2003. That's cool. So, well, yeah. Let's move on to our other soccer club, or should I say football club, uh, Wrexham. Yeah. We did it, baby. Yeah. We need a soundboard in here, guys. Super Paul Mullen. Super Paul Mullen uh, basically secures us the win against uh, Bromwood. So 3-1. It was a party on the pitch. Owners were crying. And it's so hard not to talk about the Oakland A's. It's so fucking hard. Owners are crying because you know that they invested a lot into this team to get out of the National League and into the European Football League, too. Um, Ryan Reynolds has come out and said that my clothes still smell like champagne. Uh, I am just elated and excited. You know, he, him and Rob both said that they didn't know what they were doing when they bought this club. They just said, hey, it's for sale. It's a pretty fair price. We could do it. See what happens. Shits and giggles. We'll make a show out of it and make money, right? They have gone so invested into it that they, well, Rob, I'm sorry, not Rob. Ryan has bought a house in Wales to be closer to the team. They've invested so much money on players that are well above different league levels to get them over the hump of the National League Championship. You know, to, to see a city, a town, really take into two people that are serious about their club and it's what the second or third oldest this is club the, uh yeah it's like the third oldest club and in, um, in all this of is only their second season in charge as as well second yeah. full season in charge so they've really turned it around real quick yeah so i'm excited to see what the future has to hold for them um i've don't know who i was talking to about it but they have a lot of players already that are in efl2 efl1 that are currently on the roster right now. So just to give some kind of some feedback here, the teams that moved on last year and are playing in the European Football League finished in like fourth and sixth, respectively. So, and they don't have the same budget as Wrexham does. So with Wrexham's budget and the owners that are willing to invest, um, 
there's a good chance that they might be fighting for another championship in the EFL two coming next year, you know? Yeah. So they should be able to make some noise pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, it's, it's going to be fun to watch. So and, they, and I'm looking is it forward kind to of it. the same rules. If they place first in the EFL two, they get, they go to the EFL one. So they, that's they correct. Take, yeah. It's like the same. It's like top three. I think they take the top three teams yeah. and they move on. And then same thing with the EFL one. So they take the top three teams. They move to the championship. And then the top three teams from that move on to the Premier League. And there's no playoff. Only National League has playoffs. Right. Right. So it's going to take them, it's gonna take them yeah. two to three years to get to about three years to get to the very top league. It could. It could happen in three, four years. Yeah, they could find their way all the way up there. I don't think it's going to happen that quickly. But obviously, that is the, that is the stated goal that they have is they want to get this team to the premiership. And we'll see if that you know comes to fruition uh it's yeah uh, there's still um i did see see a note that of all the efl2 leagues uh teams in the efl2 uh, their attendance is actually even with one whole stand not in use their attendance is still going to be at the top of that so they're going to have plenty of money to work with uh going forward and they can make some noise for Not sure. to mention uh, yeah, that I, when you I get just into find the Rexham, more the Rexham thing too. to be so interesting because you have an ownership group that's committed to winning and they set their goals. And it's very similar to what like Joe Lacob, right? Joe Lacob bought the team and we know about the trade and getting booed. Uh, we know about it that. It was the same sentiment with, with, right, with these but, guys. You know, he came out and was like, we're going to we're gonna win championships. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And fans were like, motherfucker, you traded Monte Ellis, you bastard. <laughs> well, you know what was interesting was, I mean, if you've watched, you know, Welcome to Wrexham, they go to the local pub that's clearly the number one sponsor, and it is the sponsorship for their pitch as far as selling beers go. And the guys in there were like, I think you're doing a shitty job to their face. And it's like, I love it. <laughs> that's so cool that these two guys, Hollywood superstars in their own rights, television superstars in their own rights. And they had this random dude in Wales telling that they made a shitty decision as an owner. Like, and they said, okay, well, tell me what I need to do better. Like, that's so cool. Do you guys think like Wrexham and just like how big it's been a hit in the United States is possibly one of the watershed moments to, to create more interest in, in uh, football soccer? I would oh, argue, that's... I would argue that yes, but I also think that Ryan Reynolds was kind of inspired by seeing what the Dodgers did and how there was an influx of like celebrities that jumped on board to try and do it. Mostly magic Johnson, you know? Um, and then Derek Jeter jumping on board with the Marlins at the time. And, you know, you got shitty a rod jumping on with, with, with Minnesota um, Timberwolves, the Timberwolves. Yeah. So I think that that's kind of been a big inspiration for, for Ryan and Rob. And, um, but yeah, I think it's, you might Ryan see a more Rob. influx of it. We know them. Yeah. They're First name basis house. only. Pod house. That's right. Yeah, I think I think so. I mean, I don't know what you're going to get, though. I mean, to get this National League team, yeah, that's that was a steal. But that's because they had a shitty owner who was literally driving the, the, the team to the ground. Shout out to uh, fuck John Fisher. Um, so it was just kind of a perfect storm. I don't know if that perfect storm is going to really happen again in the coming years. But I think it does open the doors to more celebrities wanting to invest in soccer clubs. For yeah. sure. Cool. Any yeah. any final thoughts, uh, Vince? Um, uh, I just want to uh, note that we didn't actually say what the earthquake score was. They lost at Real Salt Lake 3-1, but they're still in fifth place in the Western Conference. They're still 
uh, in great position uh, uh, going forward. So it shouldn't. That's a game you probably shouldn't lose, but uh, we'll see if they bounce back uh, this coming week. And shit face John Fisher to sell the earthquakes too. To Absolutely, who yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. So yeah. not just the A's. Sell the fucking earthquakes too. Sell the yeah. team. Keep John Fisher trending on Twitter. Don't let this go away. Uh, sell the team. Sell the A's. Sell the Quakes. Uh, get out of our sports, man. Yeah. Uh, go, move move go move to Vegas. Go move to Vegas, Fisher. <laughs> uh, NFL. Finally it, it, happened. It finally happened. Finally. Take it forever. <laughs> it's finally A-A happened. Wrong to the Jets. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. <laughs> So here's the trade: Aaron Rodgers, a twenty, the 2023 15th selection in the first round, and the 2023 fifth round are going to the Jets. Green Bay will be getting in return the number 13 pick in this year, a second rounder this year, a sixth rounder this year, and a 2024 conditional second round pick that will become a first if Rodgers plays 65% of offensive snaps for the Jets this season. So uh, that's a pretty good haul for Green Bay. You're getting one, maybe hopefully two picks. Uh, if you're if you're a Green Bay fan, you're getting a second rounder and a sixth rounder. You basically did a pick swap this year in the first round, and you get you get to move up a couple of spots because you went from 15th to 13th. So overall, I think this is this is a, a much better deal than what, uh, uh, what 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 it took to get. Uh, Brett Favre way back when Brett Favre, I think was yeah. just a fourth rounder. So uh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers led to a lot more of a haul back than Brett Favre ever did. And, and that's and don't forget. It. He got his, he got his wide receiver over there too. That's right. Um, and and uh, I think at least part of the reason why it's so high is just because a couple years ago, he won his fourth MVP. So he's still, even at 39 years old, he's still, you know, kind of getting the job done. So uh, we'll see what happens in New York jets uh, right now. He's, he goes from a division where he was easily the best quarterback to um, maybe tied for second, depending on how Tua plays going forward as well. So yeah, Tua uh, almost retired. Did you read that report? I I did see that. Yeah, I mean, he probably we, should. He I mean, probably should have. We talked he about probably that too. Should. But, I mean, yeah. that's what's scary. Yeah, I mean, scary... I think. I, I, I mean, think look, about, look at Steve um, Young. Look at Steve Young. That's a prime yeah, Steve, example. Steve Young's career ended. I'm actually thinking about Varsity Blue. Uh, no, not not Varsity Blues. No. Um, uh, uh, not another teen movie, the movie making yeah. fun of Varsity Blues, where it said uh, concussions until Billy Ray dies or, or whatever. And it's like every time he gets hit in the head, it goes from like five to counter. four to three to two. And yeah. it just ticks down like timeouts being used. Uh, yeah. So that's that's what I'm I'm like afraid like two has got like one, maybe two concussions left in him before he's done. And hopefully we don't see that ever again from him. Like we don't I don't want him to get any more concussions because at that point it's not worth it playing but i don't i i would i would have retired yeah um, same but i'm also not an elite quarterback so go play it's <laughs> kind of tough uh, to get that up man if you got if you got it yeah maybe maybe he could do like a kyler murray and go go play baseball <laughs> you know like go, you probably make a, hell of a lot more money now i don't need two to get hit in the head with a baseball either so okay yeah so so there's our NFL news, right? That's it. That's that. That's it. Um, Tyler, you have a couple of fun, weird Alrighty. but true sports stories. If Let's we had dive game in real show quick. music, I would say, Tim, turn on the game show music. We don't have that. So that'll be for season four. So, 
We're going to incorporate you two into this fun month of weird but true sports stories, April edition. Sam, how tough are you? I'm tough enough. Can you fight a bear? I, could. I can't fight a bear either. So, I Matt could. Duchesne. Should I? On cocaine or not on cocaine? <laughs> I, that's true. Matt Duchesne is probably one of the toughest guys I've ever seen. Matt Duchesne plays for the Smash Nash or the Nashville Predators, a hockey team in the NHL. And uh, he's a wing. And sometimes wings stand in front of a net. And when they stand in front of a net, they're hoping that their teammates does a slap shot. In this case, we're talking about Dante Fabro. And that you deflect the slap shot into the goal to get a goal. Pretty common. It's a good way to trick the goalie and get a little deflection in there. Joe Pavelski used to live in front of the net and got a ton of tip drill tip drill goals uh, over his career, especially with the Sharks. So Dante Fabro, his teammate, does a slap shot. Matt Duchesne stands in front of it, gets hit with the hockey puck, and immediately realizes that something is wrong. He finds out that the hockey puck hit his glove and took off his fingertip. Oh, and the reason why he found his ow. fingertip was missing is because it was still in the glove. And that's oh. that's oh playing hockey, gosh. baby. So are you that I tough? Hockey players are another breed. Sam, your reaction, my friend. Probably not. <laughs> okay, okay. Let, let's probably head into the nurse's office. Let, 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 let's think about the setting. You're on the ice. It's you can't feel anything. I mean. Oh, you felt that. Well, well you for I, sure felt that one. I, I mean, but you know, it's on ice. I think it would gross me out more than anything. Like the severed finger and like. I could still feel it moving around and like bone grinding against bone, you know, mm. like I think I'd just be more grossed out than like in pain. I think yeah, I'd just be like, ah, I got to get my glove off and I need to move on because I feel my detached finger. <laughs> that's yeah. fair. Detachable that's fair. finger. All right. So we're going yeah. we're, we're yeah, to move on. It is brutal. Daryl, that is absolutely right. That's the perfect word. It is brutal. Um, <laughs> Next so, story. Let's move it on. I, I, I have my reserve thoughts on things that Gen Z does, right? But this was pretty cool. So we're currently in 2023. And Gen Zers have thought, how do we pay our respects to the GOAT of the basketball world? Michael Jordan has been the inspiration for Gen Zers renting out GOATs and going to their high school proms with a goat. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> That's so cool. I love these pretty clever cool. little bats. I haven't reserved thoughts about Gen Zers, but that's pretty cool. You know, hopefully the goats were fed and taken care of properly, but I think that's a pretty cool way to not only nod the 23 year in Michael Jordan, but as a stunt and an act, I appreciate that. I love that. Last but not least, Fernando Alonso. Oh. This isn't necessarily a maybe true. It's more of a tabloid at this point. But Fernando Alonso is arguably one of the hottest drivers in Formula One. Also one of the oldest drivers on the grid. 
hottest, like you mean attractive or what? Could be, could be. Hey Vince, Karma is a cat. Karma <laughs> is, wait, Taylor doesn't have a boyfriend anymore. No. Neither does Fernando Alonso and the two have been linked to be dating each other. And Fernando Alonso is <sighs> leaning into it, baby. He's leaning into it hardcore. And it is taking the internet by storm. And I want to know, Vince, do you think Fernando Alonso is the right man for T-Swizzle? No, because there is no right man for her. She's she's the right man for her. She can do whatever the hell she wants. Um, <laughs> if she was the man, then she'd be the man. Yeah. <laughs> He just, hey, he just want to ride. <laughs> no, so so the story, just to, just to tell you, Vince, I mean, obviously it's a troll job at this point, but uh, Taylor, Swift, Taylor, Swift, Taylor Swift broke up with her boyfriend. Fernando Alonso broke up with his girlfriend Again? at the same time. And it just he became just a joke. He just wants to date her, I think, right? Yeah. Sure, but you know what? It became a meme. And then Fernando Alonso is pretty funny at being a troll at certain things picked it up and now he's posting things on the social media taylor swift songs and him sitting there and the, it's it's great it's i love it i love that he's leaning into it damn daryl just said he could do so much better <laughs> don't you dare so disrespectful nobody can do better oh that's fired, shots fired. <laughs> no no thanks no, no. daryl you're cut thanks. off you're cut off no no oh. don't you dare <laughs> you know what you know what though i love you know what i love about this though daryl is that fernando alonso is like me he's a short king and i love fernando alonso for doing this because you know taylor swift is much taller than him she's like <laughs> eight foot four blonde hair to the floor man right <laughs> that's another song lyric <laughs> uh that was my weird but true sports stories of the month thank you guys okay. for entertaining it and All right. back next month you got something special for I us, buddy. I do. It is NFL Draft Week, and I thought that in honor of the NFL Draft, we could do our own draft. We did this last year with, like, Marvel movies. We're bringing it back. This year, we are going to be doing sitcoms. We are drafting our favorite sitcoms of all time, yep. and I am super excited. We uh, drew I, – I spun a randomizer wheel, and it turns out that your boy Vinny G gets the first pick. Tyler will be getting oh, the second. Oh, I wonder why. Collusion. 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 I sent you the video. Let's double check the wheel. Frozen ball. No. I couldn't see that and then, video. And I have an Android with you. And Okay, whatever. I'm. Uh, we're doing it in a snake draft, so I'm still screwed. I still got to wait six picks between my picks. So whatever. Um, first, it'll be me, then Tyler, then Sam, then Tim. And then we will snake it back. Tim, then Sam, then Tyler, then me. And we will go through until we have our entire team of, of um, sitcom set. And we're going to have a lot of fun doing this. And I am going to be sharing my screen because your boy's a big old nerd. And he created Show a it. spreadsheet. Show it, baby. It's the Vinny spreadsheet. Oh. oh, look at that. It's so beautiful. Look at that cute. Look at it. You uh, know what you need to do is uh, put a box in the events. With What's our that? with our logo, you need Ooh. to put our faces. Yeah. On, buddy. yeah oh. Okay. I also I also it. want to nitpick your your thing here. Uh -huh. Um. Why is Sam not like I don't know a sports team of his color? Um. Like, because 
uh, that's Warriors kind of Warriors ish. I didn't want to okay. do yellow okay. on the background. Okay, that's fair. Uh, that's so fair. I, I went with blue. Well, why would uh, Padres powder blue? But it's okay. Yeah, why, yeah it's. I mean, it, it, it kind of reminds pop, me of though. the Chargers, which gets under my skin. But you okay, know, okay then. Vince, Vince, why why <laughs> is my color diarrhea yellow? Come on, it's man. orange. It's orange. Oh, it's, I went to your kids and their Tim, youth. you said you were a Giants fan initially when you first started talking. This so I true. gave you orange. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. <laughs> all right. Are we all settled? Okay. All right. Yeah, so yeah. I am first on the clock. Collusion. All right. All right. All right hold so... on. Hold on. Yeah. All right. Never mind. Never mind. You got anything? No, you're good. No, no, no. I was going to say something, but never mind. Okay. So the show that I'm going to pick as the, the 101, the my absolute favorite sitcom. Uh, it's better than a lot of shows that are similar to it. I'm going with Parks and Rec. Dang oh, it. you uh, son of a bitch. Oh. All right, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, so there we are. That is your first pick, Parks and Recreation. It is off the board. And now, Tyler, you are on the clock, my friend. Well, I definitely thought that you were going to go one or two of my top two picks. So, yeah, that seems about right. I, I had a feeling that was going to go. Um, just to really piss off Sam and these powder blue, you know, charger color scheme he's got going on, I'm going to go with Ted Lasso. Mm. Son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. Great mm. pick. Great Damn. pick. That's a good one. Okay. Fuck. All right. You know it's what? A... You guys got lists. I'm I'm flying off the seat of my pants, and that's my own fault. But I'm still <laughs> sad. Okay. You just Google it. Just Google Ted it. Lasso is off the board. Sam, it's your turn. <laughs> Daryl, it is it is uh... McLaren Racing Team colors. You are right. How much time do I get? Thirty seconds. H hurry up! Hurry up! Thirty seconds. I want to know what some people would pick in the chat. Who would? What? What's? What's their? Uh... You gonna let the people choose your first pick and not your no, second? No, no, no! Wow, I'm I'm ballsy move. Well, yeah, that's right, Daryl. Daryl, give us a couple of your picks. I think I saw Michael in there too, um, in the chat earlier. I want to hear what they're gonna pick. Our, yeah, I'm gonna Mike make my Barber. pick. I'm yeah. gonna make my pick right now. Okay. What do you got? Um, I'm gonna set it up a little bit. You can see my background. It's gonna. It's kind of changing week to week. My garage is gonna become a man cave slash bar, and uh, I'm heavily influenced by Cheers. So I'm Ooh, taking cheers, baby. No surprise. I knew there. he was gonna take that. Yeah. If Parks and I mean, if Ted Lasso was off the table, I, I had a feeling he was gonna take cheers. Cheers, baby. I mean, it's a total package. It ran for eleven seasons. It spurned. Uh, it spawned another show that went eleven seasons. They have so many awards. It's one of the most highest-rated sitcoms awards. Uh, it's great. It's fantastic. Cheers. I love my first-round draft pick. We're going to win the World Series, Super Bowl, NBA Finals all at once, guys. All right. That's 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 not a bad pick. Um, I, I, all I, I at didn't once. have <laughs> all at once. Uh, Tim, all you are on, on the, the board. Day. You're on the clock. What what what? Uh, you got two picks. So what are your two? Oh, picks? Tim, Tim, I think Daryl's picking your shows for you. He's got Mash, All in the Family, Taxi. Oh, uh, cheers is already off the board. Very tempting. But... <laughs> very tempting. But. <laughs> I'm going to go with another Michael Schur uh, sitcom that, in my opinion, stuck the landing because he planned ahead. The Good Place. God the damn it. Place. I knew oh, you were going to do it. You, that was on my list, too. That was, yeah, that was my, like, num that was my number three show. Right. Well, it's mine now. Ha! Take my Parks and Rec. That's right. <laughs> and then 
I'm gonna... I'm gonna go, like, highbrow, and then I'm gonna go lowbrow. Always sunny in Philadelphia. You oh, son of a bitch! bitch. <laughs> oh, ooh. I, we're finding a new person to do our media for us. Uh, I'm, fuck this guy. Damn. <laughs> Excellent pick. Um, always sunny. Oh, bitch. Okay. <laughs> Sam is back on the clock. What do you got? I already got my pick. You're all idiots. <laughs> I'm the greatest boyfriend in the world. I'm taking my girl's favorite show, Friends. Friends. Friends is overrated as fuck. How okay. many That's of us fine. have them? That's fine. But I'm a winner. In it was on the list, eyes. but I had it at like 18. So uh, how about it? For, it? You know what? That's a value pick, Vince. I just picked a Hall of Fame show a <laughs> in the second round. See you in the finals, buddy. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. All right. I, I am a little torn here. But you know what? I found this show first before I found the other show. So I'm going to go with How I Met Your Mother. Oh, yeah. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> How about How I Met Your Father? Huh? Absolutely How about not. that one? That, no, that can burn. I'm okay. okay. Pass on that one. Hard pass. All right. Well, you guys are a bunch of idiots because you let my my number two and my number four fall to me. So I am going to take with my uh, second round pick the office. Uh, you can, okay. you know it. what? Vince, yeah, Vince, it's, you're gonna I'm hate watching me? it. I, 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 I'm, I'm rewatching it right now. Um, there are a couple, like the, the, the last couple of seasons obviously aren't as strong, but seasons two through six, especially they are, they still hold up really, really well, man. I tell you, I am, I am thrilled that I got to, uh, that the office fell to me this far. Um, the, Vince, I'll be uh, the, honest with you. I yeah, I've I've seen two episodes of The Office. <laughs> get I out! Get shamed for it all. Get time. out! It is it, it is absolutely the perfect cringe oh. comedy type uh, oh. situational comedy. I love it. Yeah, yeah. So much. Okay, um, so 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 Vince, you're obviously talking about the American one, but we should have had yeah. you specify which one, the British Fine. or the American. Watch. Oh, definitely American. Yeah, he's going to America. Yeah, U.S. There. Yeah. Okay. There. It's clarified on our uh, draft board. There we go. All right. So now for my second pick. Uh, Don't you fucking do I'm, it. Don't you fucking do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking back and forth. I got two different ones right here. Which one do I? Uh, God, it's so close. Uh, I am going to play the game. I think one of these will come back to me. No, you know what? Neither of them are going to come back to me now that I'm looking at it. I just got to go with my gut, and I'm going to take Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, you bitch! I was going to take... <laughs> I literally oh. was going to... Oh, so you... I, I am on a Mike Shore bender right now. Right? Uh, I got Parks and Rec, The Office, and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Tim, you ruined by <laughs> taking the good place from me. Michael but... Shore, he's so... He has such a good track record. There's only, like, one sitcom that was kind of like, eh, that was a miss. <laughs> Uh, I would, you know, what's funny is my previous pick, I was going to take Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but I was like, nah, I've seen How I Met Your Mother first, then Brooklyn nine God, I should have, oh my yeah. God. Yeah, I should have yeah, you, you, you played the game, and then you got bit by the game. So, uh, <laughs> Tyler, where are you at now? What's your next pick? Arrested Development. Arrested oh, Development is excellent. I was thinking about excellent. doing that one. Okay. All right, let me... 
development. Errol, what is what is WKRP? Uh, it's it, it's an older like '90s uh, sitcom. Uh, oh yeah. God, yeah. Who was it? Um, I think um, it's way before the '90s. Oh, no, 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 it was it was it was '90s because um, what's his name was on it and died uh, uh, when uh, God he was on SNL. No, um, dude, that's news radio. You're talking about news radio. Oh, no, no, no you're Belushi? right. You're right. That was news radio. That was yeah, news the, radio. Uh, right. the other one was also that. like. It was like Cincinnati, uh, yeah, like like WKNR or something in Cincinnati. WKRP, so, that's the one that Daryl yeah. suggested. Yeah. Uh, th- that okay. was some of his favorites. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, I had it mixed up. You're right. You're absolutely right. I was thinking news radio. Okay, so uh, where are we at? Sam. Sam, you're back on the clock. What do you got? Uh, I'm, I'm kind of torn about, like, picking shows just for – I kind of like what I did with friends, like getting the value or picking something that I actually watched. Um, you know what, man? I'm going to go with a show that I actually watched. Uh, I used to watch this with my parents all the time, and it was uh, Married with Children. I used to watch that show oh, okay. all the time. With Good one. Respectable. Yeah, Respectable. Yeah. All right. Excellent pick. Tim, you are Tim, you are on the clock. I'm on the clock. Okay. I yeah. I think a lot of the stuff I'm picking is pretty new. Um w- once once I finally was able to watch the entire series of this, I was just like this is a phenomenal show, Silicon Valley. You why do you keep doing this to me, Tim? <laughs> Golly. Oh my That's god. That's a great show. <laughs> Come next, on. That was to be my next pick. That's fine. You it's fine. you might you, I don't know if I don't know how much you might hate me for the next one, but we'll see. Don't you we'll do see. it. Don't you do, do it. it. Do I, it. Do it. I don't even know. I don't even know what I'm good. What I'm doing. No, don't worry about him. Don't worry about him. You take what you want. You take uh, the best show available to you. All right. We're halfway I, through the draft, by the way. I, I like genre stuff, especially if it leans in and it kind of makes fun of it. Uh, what we do in the shadows. Oh, oh excellent. The... That's an excellent choice. Him. We should probably hang out more because you're picking all the same shows that I would watch, and it's pissing me off. Sorry, but yeah, yeah, we should. Probably. Okay, so um, clearly I gotta extend this out a little bit. <laughs> uh, excuse me while I fix some of my formatting because I didn't. I, I guess you know some of our episode titles are a little longer. All right, there we go. That is another excellent po- uh, pick by Tim. Go ahead, Sam. Yeah, Sam, you are on the clock. All right, question for the referee. Okay. Who's also a cheating-ass commissioner, bit putting himself first. <laughs> God damn it, I didn't cheat, count? I swear. I'll give you the knife to stab me if I'm lying to you. <laughs> Does animated count or no Absolutely it counts. Yeah. Absolutely right, Simpsons. Yeah. It's the Simpsons. That's an excellent pit. Yeah. Uh, good value. Good value. You're getting a lot of value, Sam. All right. I will be remiss... If I don't, on a sports podcast, pick this show, and I'm picking The League. Dang it! Oh, oh come on, The man. League is so good. It's um, so good. I'm actually, I'm pissed at I think it's a cause... great quality pick for what I got in my later rounds. I didn't, I, I didn't have The League on my list, and good I'm pissed pick. at myself good for not pick. having it on my list. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Such a... It's so good. Oh, god damn it. And, and, I watch and, it every every year right before we start yeah. a fantasy football. I watch it. God and, damn and, it. and coming from somebody who knows nothing about fantasy football, 
I love it. I love that show. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great That's show. So okay, so I am back on the clock and miraculously my number two overall sitcom came back to me. I didn't think it would come back, but here it is. Uh, I get two picks. I don't know how I can possibly avoid it. I'm taking Community. Oh, I thought about that. I thought you about know, that. Uh, Vince, I tried like, to watch seasons, that show. I can't. I can't get into it. I love the shit out of it. Season like it's the the first three seasons are top tier. Season five is also really good. They call season four the gas leak year, and uh, uh, it's just because it, it's a little bit off. But then season five, they kind of refine it. It's great. Show, the animal control show. I just. Yeah. Yeah. No. I. I get it, man. I get yeah, it. Uh, I just couldn't get into it. Anyway, yes. what's your next? So. Pick? Now I'm looking at my list, uh, and it's uh, I, I'm, I'm seeing that I, I I think I can go with a cartoon now at this point. And nah, I know what you're doing. I think it's it, it, it's time. I I I I biffed the voice earlier, but I'm doing it. I'm taking South Park. Yeah. Oh, mm. yep. Okay. There you go. It's you know yeah. South Park had to be taken at this point. It's uh it, it's a top tier show. I I have an animated show. I think the writing is very smart. I think it's funny. Um, but I think I'm going to go... I think I'm going to go vintage because I think that that writing for this show, animated-wise, is also smart and funny. And I'm going to go with Futurama. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's a good one. Futurama is spectacular. It's also on my list. Damn. <laughs> All right. Did that kind of... Did that ruin your plans a little bit there, Sam? No, I just feel really bad that I forgot about it. <laughs> Shit, yeah. <laughs> well, That's you, how I feel about the league, yeah. You, you, you are, like, like, you know, shooting from the hip, so. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm, I'm really trying to. <laughs> I actually it. didn't have Futurama, but my pick that I was going to do, I thought about the writing, and I was like, oh, dude, the writing of Futurama is just as smart and also has been around longer. Right. Um, The Three Stooges is dating yourself, Daryl, but we won't hold you against that. No. You know what? MASH, dude, is like my all-time least favorite show I've ever watched. Just the sound <laughs> of the introduction that... Are you, are you trolling Daryl? Dude, no, I love Daryl, but he's our number one fan. But, you know, I don't know. It's just something about MASH that it does not resonate with me. I think it's more of a generational show. I just I don't get it. I don't I don't get how any of it works. Um it wasn't very entertaining um for me. Uh but anyway, I think I'm going to stick with shows that, that I've actually watched. This is kind of showing me that I don't um I don't watch that much uh sitcoms. I mostly watch kind of like the crime shows. You know, the Game of Thrones, the True Detectives, uh, stuff like that. Um, Daryl says, oh, Sam, we are done. <laughs> We're done. Done. That's it. Done. Friendship like, over. Fired. Um, I actually own a VHS tape of In Living Color. So hmm. I don't know how I acquired it, but nice. it's great. Is that a sitcom or sketch comedy? Yeah. I, 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 I found that more under sketch that. comedy. But, yeah, uh, yeah it's, it, it's, uh, it's a lot of funny stuff in there, though, for sure. Uh, I'm going to take a, a show that, uh, if reruns are on, I'm probably not changing the channel and that's Seinfeld. I will still, okay. I'm not going to seek it out cause I don't really seek, seek out too many shows to begin with, but, uh, 
I still enjoy watching a good episode of Seinfeld. All right. Well, Tim, we're getting toward the end of this. Uh, You are on your last two picks. Uh, What are we going to do? Close it out for you. Closing out your board. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of conflicted because I, I feel like this is a perfect opportunity to promote a show that was short-lived. They only gave it one season on oh, Hulu, and uh, I'm I was very pissed when you know I, I was hoping that they were gonna do some kind of like protest, like bring this back, but reboot, man, reboot, mm. such a good show. That was really good. And reboot. Why the hell did they cancel it? Ugh. Anyway, I'm gonna I take a breath. I actually thought you were gonna go with something else, Vince. I mean, uh, Tim, but that's actually a great show. I, used to, I was a huge fan of Reboot. Okay. Right. Daryl Law and Order is not a sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's responding to what I when I said uh, I watched the crime shows. The crime yeah. Shows. Okay. That's oh, fair. Okay. That's yeah. Fair. So there's a 20 sec. We got that 20 second ish delay. So yeah. That's okay. Fair. Oh, my right, my so... mom was a huge SVU fan. So oh man. Oh. So take the glass. All right. So just for those of you listening at home and not actually watching this on the YouTube, Tim, your team is The Good Place, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Silicon Valley, What We Do in the Shadows, and Reboot. You are on your final pick. What is it going to be, my friend? Oh, this is such such a hard choice. Um, You know, I'm going to go with my Ted Danson streak and go with Becker. Wow. Okay, yeah. that's not what I had, but no, but, that's but, that, that's interesting. Uh, it's such a great show. It's like nobody remembers it, but man, Ted Danson plays like this well asshole, <laughs> and he's so good. I'm familiar with it. Yeah, yeah, I I, I vaguely remember no, it. Ted um, Danson is like a legit badass actor. Like, yeah, yeah, not just TV. Like the, he's a he's a wonderful talent. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um. Sam, last pick. pick. Let, let me just recap your draft board yes, going sir. into your last pick. Uh, you have Cheers, Friends, Married with Children, Simpsons, and Seinfeld. My final pick is going to be a current show. Okay. Um, I just think it gets writing absolutely right. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's also uh, another Philly show. Abbott Elementary. Oh, oh, you, oh yeah. You fucking, yeah. Take that off my list. Huh? <laughs> I t- Damn. totally forgot about that one. Yeah. So good. That's a great choice. Um, It's getting a lot of heat right now, and I'm sure uh, it, it is a very new show, so it's it doesn't quite have this, the, the um you know, the length that a lot of these other ones have, but I, it's certainly, there's no reason why it can't get there uh, in the next few years. You know, it's shows great. So amazing good. so good uh all right let's go let's let's just rip this band-aid off here all right tyler last pick you have on your team so far ted lasso how i met your mother arrested development the league and futurama what is your final pick i was gonna do an animated show um one of the likes of like futurama but you know what i'm gonna do a pick for mama because growing up my mom used to make me watch this show all the time that I can recite lines from the show. I know all the characters' names. I know all the love interests. I know all of it. And I'm going to go with the Golden Girls. Ah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Golden Girls is really funny, though. Yeah. It's a smart oh, smart writing, absolutely. too. Yeah. 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 
shout out murder she wrote too <laughs> yeah yeah totally um all right so i have quite the decision on my hands uh there's a lot of really good sitcoms that are on my list that didn't get drafted um and i think i'll just like do like a, a rapid fire at the end of just like we can say any of the sitcoms that we missed that we should have i got done one. before yeah i got um, one i got two but that being said i think I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go with uh, Shit's Creek. Oh, oh yeah, that's a good one. That's I didn't have my list, but that that is a good one. Yeah. Uh, Shit's Creek to close out my it. list. So my uh, to recap, I have Parks and Recreation, The Office, U.S., Brooklyn Nine Nine, Community, South Park, and Shit's Creek. I feel great about my list. Yeah, uh, yeah. my final list. Uh, uh, so yeah, let's just um, let's just throw some uh, some shows out there the, that the, didn't get the picked. three that I had that. Okay, I don't. It's a sitcom, but then it got really serious. Uh, Bojack Horseman was one that I was thinking about, but then it oh, kind of yeah. got serious in the end, and it kind of felt like I was going to therapy. Right. Um, <laughs> like every show. <laughs> yeah, Rick and Morty was another one. Right. Yeah. Um, Party Down, which only lasted two seasons. Oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as a sports podcast, Eastbound Down. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Um, I had Archer. Dairy okay. Girls. Yeah. You're the worst. That's another one that's highly underrated. If you're into Dairy everybody... Girls, then then Sex Education would be a good one too. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, also, yeah. um, the, uh, Netflix did a remake of One Day at a Time, and it is phenomenal. And yeah. I think that that doesn't get enough love. And if some of the other shows on my list had been taken, I would have taken that with my final pick. But Shit's Creek was staring at me, so I had to do it. Hey, Daryl. Uh-huh. Daryl said, uh, "How do you get away with calling it that, Vince? I don't know what he's talking about. Calling what? I don't know. Shit's Creek. Is that what Shit's Creek? About? Uh, yeah, S C H I T T. That's the the. It's their last the name. La- it's the last name of one of the characters, and like his family, it's named after. No, his I, family. I know. Yeah. Is, I, well, I'm, I I'm explaining it for the people. Okay. Yeah. For the people. Yeah. So uh, that that's you how. know what I forgot about. Uh, you guys mentioned a couple of them, but uh, what I when you uh, Tim, when yeah. you're when you picked reboot, and you said the one season, I thought you were gonna go Freaks and Geeks. Oh, Ooh, okay, that's a good one. Yeah, that would have been good. Uh, yeah, because yeah. that's a show that should have came back for another season. Yeah, um, I think some honorable mentions that we weren't gonna pick. Oh, hold girl. on, hold on. I got one more honorable mention. Was okay. uh, Mama's Family. Yeah, yeah, I, I see one that one. And Night Court. Night Court. Night Court. Well, Night back. Court's back. It's no, bad. no, the old one. I don't care about the new one. The old one. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tim, what are some uh, that you think we left off? Night Court. <laughs> that was the only one. <laughs> that was the I one know, I was I like, so. I was like, I don't I know which someone... one to pick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I want to shout out New Girl also. Uh, Thirty yeah. Rock. Okay, Big yeah. Mouth. Yeah, Big Mouth. Rock, that's yeah. another cartoon one that's great. Uh, Family Guy. Scrubs. Family Guy. Scrubs. Guy. Oh, Scrubs. Duh. Damn. Modern Scrubs Family. Um, that one started off hot. At least it kind of you know fizzled at the end there, but it was still. You know, it's those first couple of years were really good, at least for sure. Can we so, redo the entire thing? <laughs> Trailer Park Boys. Trailer Park one. Boys. I'm sleeping. Nobody, none of you guys picked like Full House and you know. No, uh, not the family nature. ones. Yeah, no, I wanted. I wanted to pick. I, I picked the old school ones. one. I picked the Golden Girls. Yeah, yeah but I mean, right, that's right. like that was like prime time. That wasn't like family time. Yeah, or for like, like uh, Family Matters, Step by Step. Uh, yeah, yeah, some of those. Uh, sister, hey, sister. You know, you know what's a show they need to bring back? I <laughs> well, we should is uh, Hanging with Mr. Cooper. That would be Hanging the with Mr. Cooper. Mr. Cooper. Yeah. Nobody said. Nobody said Bel Air. 
<laughs> I didn't watch it. Or, or Fresh Prince You never Prince watched of that Bel-Air? growing up? Uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? The original, oh, not, the, the, not the reboot. One. Yeah, not the reboot. The I thought one. you meant the, the, the one that's like all scary. No, the right. reboot. If you if you didn't watch the Fresh Prince Fresh Prince when they Fresh when he was Pinks. saying goodbye to when he was saying goodbye to the house, oh my god, yeah. it was heartbreaking. Right in, <laughs> right in the feels. Hey guys, right. uh, I don't know if you guys were watching the game Milwaukee Miami, but Miami just came back and won. Oh shit! One fourteen, one nineteen, three three one. Holy crap! Wait, Milwaukee came back or Miami? Miami. So it's Miami was Miami. down. And Miami came back and won. So, they now so, lead the series 3-1. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're getting at. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Holy. Nice, to, nice to finish on some uh, sports news there, too. But uh, I am uh, I had a lot of fun with this draft, guys. This was, uh, this was, a, lot was of, a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot yeah. Of fun. So we we got to do one where, like, Saturday morning cartoon draft. Right? Oh, I'm all in. Daryl, thank you for joining us tonight. If Michael wasn't here earlier, thank you for joining us as well. And anybody else who didn't comment but it was in the stream, uh, thank you for listening and thank you guys for watching as well. Yeah. Uh, Sam, you want to send us off? Yeah, real quick, guys. I just want to say keep the energy behind what's going on in Oakland. Keep trending John Fisher, Dave Cavill. Add Rob Manfred to that. Um, and let's keep the hashtag gr- going with that is um, Oakland forever. Um, so let's keep it going. With that said, thank you, everyone, for joining us. You can check us out on our social media, SVT Sports Pod. Uh, with that, we'll see you guys next week. Same time, live stream, YouTube, uh, slide into our DMs, and please, please continue to interact with the show. It's a lot of fun. Absolutely. Loving, that, loving doing this. This is a great time. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. All right. Thanks, guys. Fair fingers. <laughs>